Boom, coming in hot, Chinch. What's going on, brother? I'm feeling good. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling the fun bag today. I'm feeling the yes, fun bag too, Friday. Man. I'm feeling the fun bag too. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. We got a, a lot going on, man. We just uh God, we got great guests coming up. I just keep getting so much so excited about what we've been doing. But fun bag, this is our day to kind of just grind and like we started yeah. last week and we had so much fun with it and Case is so yeah. good at this stuff. We're not just baseball, we're just gonna talk about News of the week, yeah. stuff going on, but we got to kick things off with off of baseball because I am sorry, the Edwin Diaz <laughs> effect, and, so and I grew cool. up a Yankee fan. This dude with the trumpet tier troubadour, what do you call the guy? The guy yeah, with the trumpet. trumpet. He live. He did it live on the field the other night, and Diaz comes out and he's throwing a hundred and two miles per hour. There's something about these Mets, and this guy has a lot to do with it, man. Dude, and you know what? There's nothing bet- better when the, than when the Mets are winning mm-hmm. because those fans come out, and they come out oh, hard, yeah. and they come out with serious passion. I remember the days playing against Piazza when they, when they were really good back in the late 90s or you know, 2000s. Dude, that was so fun to go to to go to Shea, and just because the crowds were, yeah. dude, they were ready to go, you know? Yeah. So to see it now with... Buck Showalter getting these guys playing great. They they just uh, uh, won a series from the Dodgers. I mean, these guys are these guys are legit. They the Grums back healthy. Scherzer, that whole lineup, Alonzo and Lindor, and all these guys. You know, Kana is having a great year. All these guys are having great years. But when Edwin Diaz comes out of that bullpen and that Timmy Trumpet song or whatever it is oh, starts so playing, good. you know, it's it's incredible. It's so it's good, incredible. I can't wait. I got to get out there to a game yeah. because I just want to feel the energy in person. Right. The place Plus, bananas. and that place is, that's one of the most underrated stadiums in, in Major League Baseball. They, they, oh, it's, yeah. you're in there, it's tighter, it's tighter than Yankee Stadium. Like, the, the crowd's yeah. on you more. It's, it's yep. basically the same stadium as Philly, very similar built, but, the other thing with Diaz, I, I got to give Edwin credit, man, because he's still pretty young, fairly young for, and he came up, shot through a cannon, had great success for a couple of years, and he goes to the Mets, and he, he lost it, dude. He lost it, right. and now I just read today in the New York Post, they're considering he is being talked about in the hundred million dollar deal category, which are making the first ever in Major League Baseball as a closer to get get, wow. get that kind of money. And I'm telling you, he it like. The Brody got him, and he was tied to the Cano right. thing, and everybody's talking about it was the worst deal ever. And now you're in New York from Seattle, and you're a young guy being told that you suck all of a sudden. And kudos to him, man, because he found it. And kudos to the coaching staff, all the pitching coaches that must have held him out. But he's he's, I mean, he's we haven't seen anything like this probably since since K Rod came on the scene. I don't know, like yeah, it's oh crazy. dude, I, I think this is well, it's. It makes me think of the it, when I think of this, I just think of like Mariano Rivera coming out of the pen to enter Sandman, mm-hmm. which was incredible. Yeah. And then when Trevor Hoffman used to come out to oh, Hell's, Hell's Bells, Bells. bro. Oh, they were like, bong, you know, I begin that song, boom, yeah. Brad. Yeah. So good. Got my ring at Hell's Bells. <laughs> you know, you're like, holy yeah. shit. Ah. You know, and, and uh, those two guys, that, that brings that back. So, like, this, but Edwin Diaz is just throwing gas up there. He's punching tickets in an epic grade. Punching out, I think, uh, you know, two guys per nine, something ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, crazy. And uh, you know, t- you know, two, two. I, was, I think it's like seventeen guys per nine. Names, but he's yeah. punching out at least two guys he faces every night. Every night. Um, but it's, but like I said, it's a show. It's, 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 it's its own show. Yeah, it's great. You know, you know, when you go to a Mets game, you're looking up like, please let there be a safe situation yes. where Diaz can come out. We get the Trump, Timmy Trumpet going. He's doing it live the other night, and mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what you love. And that's that's what's great about baseball because you're looking for stories like this. You're looking for the human interest stuff of, of, of communities and cities coming together and Mets fans around the world coming together. And they're really coming together with this Timmy Trump oh my God, song so cool. and, and freaking Edwin Diaz coming out. Oh, I was running around my yard singing it like going, boom, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. Yeah. so good. Yeah. Now, speaking of like another thing, underrated underrated rivalry because it doesn't always match up but there's always these like three or four year windows braves mets rivalry right now is just it's as good as it gets and they are just they're both playing so awesome and of course now the braves spencer strider comes in yeah. 16 k's and in eight innings dude, dude this kid is a stud spencer strider if you haven't if you don't know who he is start watching the braves games because this kid's a stud with unbelievable stuff you know, he's got a little mustache going on out there, yeah. too. It's classic. But, dude, he's, he punched out, set a Braves record. So, Braves record. Think about Smoltz, uh-huh. Glavin, Gla- you know, uh, Maddox, all the great pitchers that have been in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Punches out 16 and in eight innings. you got to be kidding me, dude. That's that, unbelievable. That, 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 listen, that race is going to come down to the end, and I believe they play each other the last three games of the year. Yes. Oh, uh, it, I think it's either – I think it's in Atlanta. I think you're right. Uh, and uh, Mets, Mets Braves. So it'll be that race is so good. Yeah. Um, and I think the I think people are waiting for the Braves just to catch the Mets, but then the Braves, the Mets go ahead and win the series against the Dodgers. Mets are good. They're good. Mets yeah. are really good, dude. Like this is a good team. This isn't a team that's going to fade. This team comes for you every night. They mm-hmm. come at you hard. They 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 have a good you know they have a good road uh, one of the best rotations you know Degrom's the when Degrom's healthy he's the best pitcher on the planet yep. and that's the bottom line mm-hmm. um, and you obviously you got Scherzer you yeah. know you got you know uh, Walker you got you know Bassett other guys in that line then that rotation but the lineup top to bottom is good I mean and then they got Diaz in the back end of that pen so it's gonna be a fun race bro yeah. fun fun I'm race. looking forward to it very excited yeah. now. Wait, by the way, have you got you ever been in a game where you've been dominated that badly? Where the guy? Oh, dude, I was thinking about you know when I was singing when I was looking at Strider, I was thinking, yeah, just thinking back to that Randy Johnson game, two thousand one, where he set the National League record or oh, yeah. Major League record with twenty punch outs. He punched out twenty of us, and uh, you know, just watching that when you watch a performance like that, you're like, that's incredible. What'd you do? Did you start that game? Why would you even play? Thank God game? I didn't start. Juan no. Castro started. I was in the bo- I was in the dugout going, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you face him at all, like, towards the end of your career? Like, why even bother, right? That should be your day off. Like, hey, Dude, no, I, dude, as a matter of fact, it's funny. I, I, I hit 333 off Randy Johnson. I was 5 what? for 15 off him. I hit him well. Dude, Crazy. Did, you, did you ever get a hit off of his slider? Yeah, oh, yeah. I used, to try, I used to try and, like, really, like, I'd give up the inside part of the plate. I kind of looked for the slider out over the plate because it was still 92-93, coming off the mound. It was just an uncomfortable bat. Oh, but my, my approach was, like, kind of, like, Know the slider is going to be middle away, and if it, if it's a heater middle away, I could handle. But anything in from that was a heater was just was really. I used to just try to just like I'm not hitting that, so I'm going to give it to him Ugh. and just try to work my way off the slider out over the plate. And I, I hit him pretty well. That's crazy, crazy, That's crazy. crazy, yeah, crazy. All right, so we go from one legend to another. <clears throat> it's been pretty cool these last week or so seeing the Serena Williams story going on at the, the U.S. Open. A couple things about it. First of all, she battled back out of nowhere from her second round match the other night but just can you talk about the greats like we're seeing it in baseball right now with like Pujols like right when when it's not a marathon anymore like for her I you could tell and they, they were Mary Carrillo was on and Chris Everett who are they're, they're great and 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 McEnroe those such good analysts and they're yeah. talking about like it's it's not it's not a marathon anymore so like 
it's almost like she could overtrain for this event because she knows that's it. And knowing that it's not going to tire her out for her next match. Like, can you talk about what it was like, you know, those last couple weeks or couple months of your career when you're like, you know what? I have to, I'm laying it all on the table because this is the last time I get to do my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. Like, what are the emotions going through Serena right now? It's crazy when you're coming to the end because you know, you, oh, really, you know it. I remember when I was in Boston in 2008, I didn't tell anybody. I think I told, you know, my wife at the time. She's the only one that really knew and maybe a couple other people. But, you know, I don't, no one on the team knew I was going to be done, but I did. Mm. And I think it was those last couple months. So grateful I was on a good team too in Boston and how good, you know, how good yeah. we were because, you know, you weren't showing up losing. But I remember like taking it all in. Like I was, I was so grateful to be at the park. The gratitude that hit me was phenomenal. It's like, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone. And yeah. I haven't started to have those feelings of this is it, man. I've been doing this every day since I was six years old. Yeah. It you know, defined you. It defined my, your entire life. Yeah. It's yeah. been my life. It's defined me as a person. It's incredible. Everything that I've done and, Knowing it was coming to an end, you know, you, you, you know what, you know what those, um, those expectations, you're just like, Hey, screw it, man. I'm going to go out there and have some fun. I'm going to relax mm-hmm. and enjoy this. Cause I know this is it. Yeah. And I think when I look at Serena, I think that's where she's at. Like, Hey man, yeah. might as well let, leave it all on the table. I got kids now, you know, married, um, you know, um, yeah. my career, it's been the greatest career in women's tennis history, you know, arguably, you know, it's up there for the greatest career in tennis history. And uh, I think she's just having a ton of fun. And I think that yeah. U.S. Open atmosphere is something oh, that, like, for for her, you know, it's incredible. And I think she's just, you know, just – I think sometimes when you can surrender the outcome, when you can just focus on, I'm just going to go enjoy myself, whatever happens, happens, that's when you actually win. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's crazy. So, the, the, so she's un, un, you know, ranked in this event, obviously. She's only played six events, I think, the entire year. And yeah. she's facing a girl in her, in her early 20s who's number two in the world. And they're talking about Serena just had a child and she's 40. Like, right. And then she, she came out and just dominated the third set. It was just, that's like one of those all-timer things. That's like Dude, Jordan, Jordan coming Serena back and Wood. dropping 50, you know, like. Yeah. With the, yeah Dude, when I watched that, when I watched her beat her, I thought like. She's like a Superman. She's like a, like a superhero. Yeah. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Oh, there's Serena yeah. Williams. She's just gonna turn turn it on, yeah. turn it to another gear, and Put just the start cape on bullets. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Some of her serves every once in a while. She dropped like 113 miles an hour. It's like <laughs> like an yeah. averaging like just 90. had a kid. Just Unbelievable. Had a kid. Crazy. All right. So one more element we got today. This is a little local. This is for uh, the good people of uh, Pennsylvania, right? What happened last night and Sarah went? What's going on with big game? Oh, 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 well, uh, we, dude, dude, this is a big one for the people of uh, Pittsburgh and West Virginia, really, yeah. not Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, this is the, the backyard brawl, bro, <laughs> West, the Mountaineers versus Pitt. And it's so funny because they they took it away like 11 years ago. It was like such a tradition. I don't know if it got out of hand. You know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, maybe. Started to get, go a little, uh, you know, next level uh, fights and all that yeah, stuff, too yeah. many beers and all that. But yeah. They finally brought the backyard bark, backyard brawl back last night. It was at Heinz Field, sold out. Wow. Tons of West Virginia. Yeah, Sarah's, you know, went to West Virginia, so she's down there with her friends, a bunch of their friends, Todd and Kevin, Lori, all these people came in, and Adam, uh, they all came in and and uh, just had a great time, like got together. And, but it was cool because it was a lot of, like like I said, West Virginia is only an hour from here, Morgantown. Right. And so, you know, the backyard brawl. So it was uh, it was really cool, man, really cool. And I – 
I drove down to get her, pick her up. And there, there's also a ribs festival coming up this weekend, which Ooh. I'm really passionate about. My dad and I used to go to it every year. Nice. And uh, yeah, and it, now it's down by Heinz Field, but the best, some of the best people from the country come in. Oh, I love that stuff. Oh, uh, bro, and they cook ribs. And it's up. So Sarah was walking out last night when I was picking her up. She's like, hey, there's a couple rib trucks here. You want me to grab? I was like, yeah, give me a couple. <laughs> give me a half rack of ribs, <laughs> yeah. some pulled pork nice. for the ride home. I was like, that's the only reason I'm picking you up is for those ribs and pork. <laughs> so good. How, <laughs> and then how, had Pitt. Pitt ended up winning 38-31 yeah. in the backyard brawl. How incredible. big is, like, where do they rank, like, you know, between the Steelers and the Pirates? Like, Pitt football is pretty. Is well, just dude, as big, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and, like, I think Kenny Pickett kind of brought them back these last few years. They were top right. 25. They're 17 going in this year. You know, um, Pat Narduzzi, the head coach, people like him around here. But, you know, there's such a history of Pitt football. You know, they won a national yeah. championship back in the day. Dan Marie. Uh, you know, yeah. Dan Marino leading the way was the best yeah, quarterback. Wanstead, Dave Wanstead was a head coach. Yeah, for Dave Wanstead, you know, head coach. Foge Facio, like I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of great coaches. It's a great tradition, and uh, you know, people would just would love to see around here pit football. You know, yeah. now we just got to get pit basketball back to where they used to be too. You know, oh, there you go. That actually just <laughs> remind me the craziest thing too. This was the greatest when I was a, a senior in high school. We played our football games uh, on Friday nights at Hofstra University, which is right here on Long Island. Yeah. And that's where, at the time, the Jets trained. Um, Wayne Corbett. So, Wayne Corbett. Dude, so this is like 96, whatever. This is when they got good again, and they got Jumbo Elliott and all those big, huge linemen, yeah. and then Mamolo, I forget his name, whatever. But the guys, so they would have curfew in the beginning uh, uh, of the season, whatever. So they would come, the Jets football team, would come watch our football games on Friday nights because they had nothing else to do. So, like... We'd be in like our locker room, and like Jumbo Elliott would walk in, and be like, "Have a good game tonight, guys!" And we were like, the "Fucking Jets! Like, the Jets are here!" It was the craziest thing. That was like my, my favorite high school football memory I ever had. Like, that's awesome, dude. Right? That's so Isn't that cool. crazy? That's so cool. That's awesome. Anyway, all right. Well, awesome. we got that one. That wasn't when no, no, no Gastineau was before. That. No, he was Gastineau. before that. He was Klecko. Klecko, Gastineau. Those are like the '80s teams. They were and they were really good. Crazy. They just never broke. It. That's what, dude. Gastineau was playing for the Jets when Lawrence Taylor was playing for the Giants, and they were both getting. Oh, 20 wow. sacks a year. That was some, some big-time New York football back then. Hasn't yeah, been the same yeah. in a while, though. I'll say that. Those were the days. Yeah, I know. Those yeah. were the days. Anyway, but so we got all that. We have so much going on. We we had Jamie Liss out. I don't know if you guys have heard that one yet. Yeah. Hysterical comedian. He was great. My Tim, my Tim Wakefield, I'm sorry, was one of my favorite interviews we've done. Like, that was so good, dude. So, so good. good. He taught us how to throw the knuckleball. So if you haven't watched or listened yet, he will show, <laughs> literally physically shows us how to do the knuckleball. And the other story he tells about Joe Torre calling him. I forgot about that. We haven't talked no, about that. Was we awesome. got to send that clip great. out. Uh, and the John Cena story when we got chopped. Oh, my God. The John Cena story where you guys got chopped. It's the That's greatest thing. And the picture. He has a picture <laughs> of it. And so we got this today. And the other thing that we got going on is Tuesday coming up. Who do we have on? Oh, man, we got one of my favorite guests, a good friend of mine, Mark Megna, mm-hmm. who I played at the University of Richmond with, was like the hardest working guy I've ever played with, played in the NFL, uh, played in the CFL, uh, also owns one of the greatest gyms down in, uh, uh, called Anatomy down there in Miami, but just a wonderful dude, dude, unbelievable story. He's got a documentary out called Just a Kid from Fall River, so good on Amazon Prime, so it's going to be a great, yeah. tune in next week to Mark ha- Handsome fella, too, not for the ladies. Good one for our la- yeah. our lady fans too, dude. Ha- yeah, handsome, yeah, handsome, yeah. Good looking dude. Handsome chap. Dude. <laughs> handsome chap. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. We're gonna roll. We're keep rolling. Oh, we haven't even talked. Oh my goodness! This upcoming Wednesday, we are going to run down the draft that you and the Big Lambuski had in your big yes. league. 
which right. it went on. Well, let's like not even talk. Don't even say who your picks were yet. We're I, I, won't, I won't say. Break the whole thing down. And Lambuski is literally running the streets in Pittsburgh <laughs> right now, just <laughs> headbutting things because he loves doing this show so much. It's so good. Dude, it's all he thinks about. Oh it's all God. he thinks about. Oh, my God. I'm getting text messages. He writes like a... Like a, a, a a diabolical doctor and he sends me all these notes i'm like is this sanskrit are you writing in sanskrit boo it's incredible i'm, I'm like gonna... dude did you take did you take um cursive in college? <laughs> anyway but so we got that going you know three days a week we're going right now who knows somebody yeah. pick us up maybe we'll do five days a week <laughs> exactly how's we'll, that we'll, start we'll, paying us we'll, we'll do, do it. it we'll do it we'll do it <laughs> yeah all right, all right Gigi, love you brother love you bro have a great weekend have a great weekend have everybody a good yeah everyone out there have a great weekend let's go Talk to you.